today on first cup we're gonna i don't know we're gonna talk about the weekend we're gonna talk about ed asner passing away we're gonna talk about what's coming up stick around we'll roll in 15. <sighs> i'm gonna sleep until then <sighs> <sighs> In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Monday. It is August 30th, 2021. Where did the year go? My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. I don't know. I forgot to put salt in it. It's not... It's not as good. We'll see what happens when it cools off. Well, I hope you had a good weekend. Good morning, Jenny. I had a pretty solid weekend. I got to say, I, I want a three-day weekend. I want to make a small change to the work week. I want a three-day weekend. How do we do that? Now, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, many of my meetings are packed into Monday. So, like, today's a really busy day. For me to get rid of Monday would be nice, but... I would everything would go. And it would take a lot of work. Friday, let's face it, I don't work that hard on Friday as it is. Uh, Friday, I tend to do creative work and other things I really enjoy. So I guess I kind of do have a three-day weekend. I don't know. I just don't do well transitioning back from the weekend. You know, it's it's really free form. It's, you know, do whatever I want. If I want to sleep, I sleep. If I don't, I don't. And then I go work in the yard or I do these things, you know, and then Monday comes along and bam, I got to be all structured. I think that's probably the difference is the contrast between the structure and the much less structure. Speaking of structure, yeah, there was very little this weekend. It was a good weekend. Got a bunch of stuff planted. Made some tasty food, hung out with some cool people. Was on the motorcycle. It's a good time. Anything else to report? I don't think so. It was a, a very uh, simple weekend. Now what's going on today? It's it's Monday, so we got an episode. Let's see whose episode. We're what is what is going on on my computer? I don't know if you can still see me. My computer's doing weird. It's doing really weird things. I don't know if we're still going. We're back. The laptop just blacked out on everything. Uh, Jared says, isn't it late in the year for planting? Yes and no. It depends on what you're planting. Uh, we've got before first frost, depending on how heavy a frost it is, we could have as little as like three weeks. But, you know, you can just throw some plastic over and you can really get, you know, a good 45, depending on, on how things go 60 days at this point. And so I threw things in like turnips and kale and whatever, just scattering some seeds in the new beds that I did. <laughs> Jenny says it's still going. Uh, Jared says like, okay, good. Yeah. I don't know. Computers are weird. looks like Dropbox is trying to update. I don't know, man. It's all crazy. 
Uh, let's see. No, that's my personal account where uh, everybody's hating on my videos right now. So that's cool. Uh, over here. Over here, your videos. Oh, yeah. Willie the Bam Johnson is out now. That was a great, a great episode. Um, Andrew listened to it. Andrew's starting to listen to episodes before they release. It's one of the one of the cool things that he gets to do. You know, I get to be there. He gets to listen to the raw, uncut episode, and it was an awesome episode. It really was. Uh, I would call it a top five episode. So, better listen to it. Frank said his laptop is doing that too. Good morning, Frank. Uh, you know, it's not too often. Well, generally when someone comes on the show, they're pretty open. They're willing to go wherever and talk about whatever. But not everyone's willing to add the emotional layer to that, to take that, that journey, I guess. Bam was. And if you don't know him by name, it doesn't take much time digging around to figure out this guy's done a lot of stuff. I mean, he was he was a force as a competitor. And he's done some really cool stuff. And we talk about it. We talk about his, uh, his background. We talk about it. You know, it's martial arts radio. We talk about everything. Good morning, Mel. <sighs> yeah, I missed the salt in the coffee. I don't know why. I didn't do it. Probably because I'm half asleep. And I'm not sure why. I went to bed at a good hour. And I slept well. It's one of the things that I reluctantly am happy about. Um, in not having a cat anymore. I sleep better. Like a lot better. Pretty much straight through the night, every night. And that makes me sad. You work with what you got, right? So check that episode out. Uh, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. We're chipping away on things. Chipping away at shirts and graphics. And more and more people are downloading the Flex program. And it's going well. Feedback is good. We'll see how many of those people actually do it. That's... <laughs> Belza, you look much more awake than the replay Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of sleepy. I've been, so for a long time, good morning, Francis. For a long time, I was in this habit where I would be in bed by 9 o'clock. Get up, do the show, repeat. But with starting this karate class, it's kind of broke, excuse me, broken that flow. And there are days I'm going to bed at 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock now. And so I'm all kinds of messed up. Uh, what was I in bed last night? Uh, about nine. And it works. Good morning, Daniel. Yeah. And by the end, by the end of the week, I tend to get you know, kind of wiped out. Life is tiring, isn't it? Uh, so we're going to talk about Ed Asner, and I've been showing you weapons, and I figured I'd show you this, too. 
so first off the case on this um if anybody got i think a lot of you got the uh the print edition of marshall journal you may have noticed an ad in there for a small company called burnt tear well burnt tear made this this is this is long you could use it as a sword case but it is marketed as a stick case and a screamer case and like most of the stuff that janet burnt tear does it's one of a kind and she's a great person and you should consider supporting her uh it's a really good balance between custom and price i mean you could get something really cheap that would hold sticks you could also get something that was like insanely custom that would cost a lot of money perfect balance in the middle uh so these these are my sticks okay they're nothing too fancy uh i think the the case probably cost four times what the sticks did but the reason i figured i'd show shit show sticks uh we're kind of this this um path of me showing you weapons i grew up being taught and, and really believing that a bow you know a staff i'm not going to call it a bow staff because that makes some people really upset was the best weapon to train because it lent itself to the most impromptu things you might pick up but then when i learned about a screamer i decided that single stick is even more applicable i could pick up everything from this coffee mug to my french press to i don't know that book and apply the principles that go into using single stick so if if and this is changing rapidly more and more schools are adding Kali and, and Arnis Eskrima, something out of Southeast Asia that involves single stick. If your school does not, you might want to think about it or find a way you can get some training. Because if you have it, you might not understand how versatile this is, but it is incredibly versatile. So there's your weapon of the day. I'm running out of weapons. Ah. Uh, What's going on today meetings right oh and you know one of one of the things that's interesting about my life is that sometimes i schedule something in my calendar that seems completely ridiculous uh for example mid-afternoon in my schedule is watch a certain movie because we're recording a how to fight tomorrow so it's work i have to watch a martial arts movie now, I'm not going to tell you which one. You're going to have to wait for the episode to release. But I will say that many people would put this on their list of top top films. Jared says, running out of weapons, shame on you. Come on, show that. There I go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, I got I got plenty of stuff. But... I don't know. I'm, I'm looking around to see what else is handy. There's nothing else in here. I've got swords, a few of them. I could show you those. I'll probably start with that in the next day or two. So we're going to watch this classic martial arts film. We're going to talk about it. We're going to unpack the main character, how to fight them. And we're bringing back a guest that honestly, when I suggested this to Andrew, I didn't think 
they would say yes. It was at the time one of my favorite episodes. It's still a top five episode. It is a, an amazing episode. And I said, reach out, see if they reach out, see if they want to do it. And we got a resounding yes. And so it's happening tomorrow. We're going to record. And I think it's going to be great. I, I, it's the how to fight stuff is a lot of fun. It really is. <laughs> Daniel says, top films. It's best of the best again. It's definitely not best of the best again. And Jenny says, everything is a weapon if you do it right. I completely agree. I completely agree. One of the most interesting drills I ever did was at my um, Kempo Jiu-Jitsu school. The instructor brought in, I remember two, I thought there were three, some impromptu weapons. And we ran drills kind of in the same way that we did with a stick. One was a rolled up magazine. The other was a water bottle, like a practically empty water bottle. And what was interesting was that the additional range just completely changed the dynamics of a hand to hand situation. Now the magazine's not really going to hurt, but you know, you could kind of, Oh, what, what do I got? I've got, you know, this, here I'll demo this. So here's a, a, a circular telling me what food I should buy at the grocery store. And sometimes the sales are really good. So I look at So if I roll that up, it's not, it's not going to hurt. Unless if I come in this way and I get somebody in the eye, even if I'm just smacking somebody in the face, what are they going to do? They're going to put their hands up. It's going to be a very rare person who allows you to beat them in the face with a newspaper and not react. Even if it doesn't hurt, they're going to pick their hands up. And the moment you add range and reaction, things change. So don't underestimate anything as a weapon. That was really game-changing for me. Um, yeah, so that, go to karate tonight. That's my day. Meetings, watch a movie, karate. Pretty straightforward. All right, um, let's talk about Ed Asner. Oh, I didn't get the Facebook group done, if you didn't notice. There's so many things on my list, you guys. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. Many, many, many things. Uh, where do I go? I go to here. I was already here. Here. There. All right. Actor Ed Asner died yesterday at the age of 91. Many will remember him for his role in the Mary Tyler Moore show. What is less remembered is that he played Johnny Lawrence's stepdad in Cobra Kai. Before I read anything else, when I sat down to watch season one of Cobra Kai and Ed Asner pops up in what, the first, second episode? And he's got a very small role and I think he only showed up like one other time in the show. But seeing him, I went, oh, there's some juice behind this. That was the moment I realized how professional the show was going to be. And it set a perfect tone, not just for Johnny's character or the character of Johnny, Billy's, Billy's obvious character, 
not just for the character, but I think the tone of the show. I think it it reminded, at least if you recognized Ed Asner, it reminded all of us, hey, this was done well. There's a lot of professionalism going on here. <laughs> Responding to uh, uh, my comment about how much to do, Mel says, there's always a to-do list and there's a to-do list for when the to-do list is done. That is true. I don't get to that secondary to-do list, though. It's always the first to-do list because it's really long. We're like we're still trying to get the graphics done for the the training modules. Um, it was virtually done over the weekend, and and the, the designer kept pinging me like, "Hey, can you approve these?" And I was like, "Yeah," except that you're missing this whole piece that was in the initial spec. And I, I'm I'm frustrated enough. I may just approve it and do it myself because we're at a point where I can do it. Like that part I can do. Yeah, a little annoyed, but you know whatever. Um, yeah, so that was my thought on Ed Asner. When I went back through on IMDb, you know, just what, what he was saying, and obviously Mary Tyler Marshall, but he's been in a lot of things and he was in a lot of things for a long time, you know, stuff coming up with him and John Wayne, but you know where I really know him from is, is the movie Elf. So that's, that's where his face, his voice are most familiar to me. I bet you all have a, a an Ed Asner movie that you remember. All right, so we got we got three quotes in here. They say making laws is like making sausages. You shouldn't watch. It's the same for acting, especially for the actor who works unconsciously. There's a podcast I'm listening to that, if you know me really really well, will not surprise you. And it's called I Am All In. It's a, a podcast about the TV show Gilmore Girls. And it's hosted by Scott Patterson, who played Luke on the show. And, you know, that that show, the first season of that show is 20 years old. Still the greatest TV show of all time, as far as I'm concerned. But one of the things that is a recurring theme is the discussion of acting and acting methodology, process, and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that I had no idea about. And it's fascinating to me to learn how characters fell into these roles and, and talking about, you know, I was still trying to figure that character out on, you know, episode five. I assumed all that stuff was kind of dialed in before the show started. Nope. They find their way into a character. They're, it's not perfect. They're making the best of it. A lot, of, a lot of martial arts correlation there, isn't there? You learn something, you do the best you can with it, you implement it. Then you go on, you learn something else, you come back, and that thing is that much more defined. If you're an instructor, you know you can't make anybody perfect at anything ever, let alone when they first learn it. You want to really frustrate somebody to the point that they may quit, or are very likely to quit, teach them a form and then insist that they're getting to like, you know, really fundamental, uh, really high level nuance. The first time they learn it drives me nuts. <sighs> yeah, coffee needed salt and somehow another half a scoop. I don't know what's going on. 
I thought I had this dialed in. What a shame. Next. Never, oops. never thought acting was something you could make a living at. It wasn't until I was in college and got a lead in a play that I began to realize I might just be able to blunder into this profession. I truly believe anything can be a profession. You can do anything if you look at it the right way. You could, I don't know, I'm looking around for a ridiculous example. Well, if you want to make something, like I'm looking at the, uh, the walking stick in the corner that I'm very slowly working on. I could make an Etsy store and I could sell walking sticks. People buy any of them if you market it right. Uh, what else do I have in here? I'm looking at the, the TV and my, my PlayStation. There are plenty of people who make a full-time living, a very good one, playing video games. Whether they're they're streaming on, on Twitch or something, or they're video game testers. You know, these are people who make real money. <sighs> Coffee's a little better as it's been sitting. I think I just put it in the French press too soon or uh, too late. I wasn't on the ball this morning. <sighs> just a kid. Anyway, <laughs> my neighbor. The reason I think that's important to bring up is twofold. One, if there's something you love, there's there's a way to turn it into a job if you want to. And two, if you love martial arts, there's a way to make money on martial arts. That may not mean that opening a school is the best choice for you. I did that. It wasn't the best choice for me. It didn't make sense. So I stopped doing it. But that's why we have this. Now, am I making a living yet? No. But I will, eventually. I'll get there. And we've had plenty of people on the show who do something kind of unconventional and are involved in martial arts. You can write books. You could market for martial arts schools. You could teach in a martial arts school. You could specialize in cleaning martial arts schools. I don't know. There's something. There's always something out there you could do. You just have to want to do it. You could be a martial arts actor. You could, uh, I don't tell I got right now. Last one. The older I've gotten, the more the need to exert comedy, no matter how tragic a character I may be portraying, because they are, they are essentials for presenting truth. Let me read that again. The older I've gotten, the more the need to exert comedy, no matter how tragic a character I may be portraying, because they are essentials for presenting truth. Comedy, drama, funny, real. And the old definition of, of comedy, I'm trying to remember what it was, but Shakespearean comedies weren't necessarily funny. It had something to do with, uh, oh, comedy and tragedy. I, wasn't it if the, the main characters lived or died? I think that was it. I think that was the line. Like Romeo and Juliet's a tragedy because they both die. No. Comedy is important and not 
just stand-up comedy, not just the really funny stories. What about the well-timed comic release in a dramatic movie or TV show? And you've probably experienced that. You've probably experienced that in class. There's probably somebody that you train with who has to inject a little bit of humor when things get a bit too real. That person's me. That person's me if you train with me. It's really hard not to crack a joke at this new school because they don't know me yet. I can't do it. But other people I train with know. If it gets too serious for too long, I'll put some humor in. When I teach, I work hard to make sure there's there's humor there. Because if there isn't, you're missing out on an opportunity. When people are laughing, when they're smiling, when they're having fun, they learn better. If somebody's always morose when they come to class, they're not going to keep coming to class. If somebody's always in a bad mood when they come to work, they're not going to enjoy coming to work. You're not going to get the best results out of them. They're not going to produce their best work. Humor is a way to create some balance. And I think it's important to create that balance. Balance could be a could be a theme for pretty much everything. Try to find balance between work and play, training and rest, eating and not eating. Coffee and sleep. Balance. Today should be a fairly balanced day. It's not that intense to sit on the couch and watch a movie. So there you go. I'll see you tomorrow. I hope you all continue to join me. I hope you enjoy the show. And uh, yeah, if you got something you want me to respond to, leave it in the comment section. And soon in the Facebook page section. We'll get there. We will get there. I promise. All right. I hope you have a good one. I will see you back here tomorrow, bright and early, 630. And if you want to support us, remember, banner, 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 banner. We've got the Patreon, or you can use the code FIRSTCUP15 at whistlekick.com to get yourself something like this mug. So. Go do cool stuff. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.